Hey there, it's Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, host of the Pat Miller Show. This show is for small business owners so they can make their business dreams come true. Our slogan is Don't Grow It Alone. And what you're going to hear is a broadcast of our show that's carried in 25 cities around the country. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Hope you love it. All right, let's go. America's small business conversation is on the air. It's the Pat Miller Show. One hour exclusively for entrepreneurs to work on your business, not in it. It's time to solve problems, capture opportunities, and celebrate your wins. Powered by the Idea Collective small business community. This is the Pat Miller Show. Now your host, Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. Welcome to the Pat Miller Show, America's small business conversation, the place where we get a chance to set aside the day-to-day of building our small business dreams, and we get to have a conversation. We get to learn from one another, maybe have a laugh, and just walk together for a minute as we build our small business together. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. Thanks for tuning in. We're going all over the place this week on the show. We have a little bit of everything. We're talking about mindset. We're talking about lead generation. We're going to do a small business celebration. And we're going to talk about how much we love giving big corporations our money. In fact, let's just have a celebration of capitalism to start today's show. Earlier this week, Apple... You know, Apple, the most important company in our culture, they had their big 2023 event. And before we get into what they announced and all of that stuff, I want to observe something. Is there anything that Americans love more than giving big companies our money? <laughs> we, we love it. It is baked in to the capitalistic DNA inside our heart. Ooh, the new Jordans are coming out. You got to give money to Nike. Nike. Oh my gosh, it's Black Friday. Let's go spend all of our thousands of dollars. We just love, love giving big companies our money. And Apple is no different. It's almost patriotic to spend money. And we're going to get super patriotic when the new Apple iPhones drop. So why is this thing so appealing? Why is the new Apple iPhone event such a big deal? Because in the abstract, in the vacuum, it's just a giant company putting another thing on sale. But we know that's not the case. So why is the Apple iPhone so appealing? I think it's how we use it because there isn't a non-breathing item in your entire home that you are more attached to than your iPhone. And depending on how the teenagers are behaving at the moment, (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. The parents of teenagers, you know who you are, but our iPhones are super important to us. So important to us, a recent usage study pointed out that the average American checks their smartphone 96 times a day. 96 times every single day. 
And how many of us have a smartphone? 85%. And of all those smartphones, how many of them are Apple? Roughly 60%. So that means right now, driving down the road, six out of 10 people around you have an iPhone. 190 million iPhones, roughly, are in the wild in the U.S. So as we walk along in a culture that has fewer and fewer connections, we don't listen to the same music, we don't watch the same movies, we don't watch the same shows, we don't read the same news, we don't cheer for the same political teams, we have very few things that connect us. But this may be the strongest universal connection that we have. 190 people don't agree on anything except iPhone. It's bigger than media. It's bigger than Amazon. It's bigger than everything. And earlier this week, Apple did its little hypnotism to show us why their new features are essential for us to have. But there are two problems for Apple, two. The first one is, what's left to innovate? Ten years ago, when the iPhone came out, they were making leaps and bounds kinds of improvements on their technology. And now it's 5% faster, and it's a little bit thinner, and the camera's even more sharp. I mean, these are incremental kind of improvements. To be clear, I still want them all. But they're incremental. They're not monumental. So they're changing out the regular metal for titanium, and they're changing out the port from their lightning port to USB-C. There's a new Apple Watch, blah, 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 blah. But here's the other big problem for Apple, and this is the big one. If you were fortunate enough as a business owner to wake up and be universally adopted, you were out of new customers to acquire. You got them all. You won capitalism. But you still wanted to grow your business. What would you do? That's where Apple sits right now. And sure, they're going to sell $1,000 phones to the 190 million people that have them. That's fantastic. What else are they going to do and how else are they going to grow? It's one of those questions that very few companies have left to ask. Apple's already started a TV service. They've been playing around with Apple Pay, and I think that may be the signal about where Apple is going to go. And Twitter is also saying that they may go there. I think it's possible that Apple may end up becoming your bank. Now, that's crazy. You might think, no, Pat, you're crazy. There's no way. And certainly there is a mountain of regulations they would have to get by. But when you look at it, again, from an outsider's point of view, we give our money to a bank. We give our credit to a credit card. But what we're always using and what we build a ton of trust in is this little metal machine that guides our life. It holds all of our contacts. It holds all of our memories. It holds our calendar. It holds all of our communication. It holds all of our friends. It tells us what to do and when. It's our curiosity machine. It's our food menu. It is our stuff ordering device. It's everything, so why not our bank? 
They've been playing with Apple Pay and they've been using it. But how close are we to just sending your check to the Apple Bank rather than sending it to First National Old Bank of whatever it is? It seems like a natural evolution. And when you're Apple, where else do you have to go? You've sold all the things. In fact, you're even getting a cut of things sold in your ecosystem because Apple gets a significant chunk of all the apps sold in the App Store and the music sold on their music service. They've won. They are the kings and queens of business. But they're not done, and we both know it. They're making the device we all carry yet they still have to continue to grow. Now, this is just a wild, this is conspiracy theory. I don't know this for a fact. All I know is that they have put a phone in everyone's hands, and now they got to figure out how do they keep growing from there? Because in no world are they satisfied. They should be. They're just, I heard they were sitting on like a gazillion dollars in cash too. Like they've, they've beaten everyone. They are the winners But we all know that they're not done. So yeah, the new iPhones came out. Go get one. But it is the thing that universally unites us. Whether you're listening to the radio or an iPhone or even an Android, hey, why not? Here's what's coming up on this week's edition of the Pat Miller Show. I really believe in celebrating small business wins. So when we get a chance, we do a small business celebration. And we do that so we can focus on the positive in business and remind ourselves that we can also win. We will celebrate with Sally Myers in about 30 minutes. We're also going to talk about the critical function of lead generation. How do you grow your sales by improving your lead generation? Because if you don't got leads, you're not going to get sales. One of the best in the business, Erin Marcus, is standing by. She's on the air in about 20 minutes. But coming up next, we're going to talk about that moment when things aren't going great and your mindset has kind of gotten stuck. You were doing great, but you've hit a slow spot. How do you get the power back? How do you get by something that's got you stuck? Laura Ora is going to coach us through it. She's standing by and we will talk to her coming up next on this edition of The Pat Miller Show. Thanks for tuning in. America's small business conversation continues next on The Pat Miller Show. You're an expert in your own field, so why not get paid for it? Hey there, it's Wendy Babcock. My VIP paid speaker program is just the ticket you need to convert your knowledge into real income. No matter what size group you're speaking to, or if you don't have any products, books, or programs to sell, even if you're not a celebrity or a household name, from crafting your talk to finding and booking paid speaking gigs, get it all with Wendy's VIP paid speaker program. Keynote speakers can make anywhere from 2500 to 7500 bucks a talk. Together, we'll not only amp up your speaking game, you'll discover the ins and outs of finding and booking those lucrative gigs and get paid every time you step on stage. Right now, get 90 days of full access to the Paid Speaker Vault and a direct line to Wendy, plus a bonus, an immersive three-hour VIP day with Wendy to create your online profiles that event hosts simply can't resist. Don't wait. Sign up now at VIPPaidSpeaker.com. VIPPaidSpeaker.com. You 
have a brand. Your business's brand is one of the most important things on your plate. As a business owner, you keep up with the trends. So what's hot these days? It's live events. Owning your small business combined with speaking at live events positions you as the expert in your field. That's where Bankable Events comes into play. Bankable Events is an event advisory and management firm with a primary focus on maximum conversion events. With more than 4,000 live events under their belt, they have the expertise to design face-to-face -face events that get your audience pumped up and generate profits. The minute you partner with Bankable Events, they'll start creating a custom customized strategy to take you from idea to income. Just think of the opportunities ahead for you. Call 303-550-1123 or head to bankableevents.com. Join over 1,000 other small business owners and CEOs who use Bankable Events to build community and drive revenue. That's bankableevents.com. Now, America's small business conversation continues on The Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to The Pat Miller Show. This is America's Small Business Conversation. And when you are building your own small business dream, especially at the beginning, it's you against the world. You don't have a team to rely on. You've got to make it all happen. So that means you have to be good at what you do and you have to be locked in with your mindset every single day. If you have a bad day in your head, well, your business can fall behind. So I'm excited to bring on today's guest because we're going to talk about mindset for small business owners, and she's got a very unique process that she's going to teach us. So let's welcome Laura Ora, alignment coach for female entrepreneurs and host of the Gutsy Podcast. Laura, welcome to the Pat Miller Show. How are you today? Hey, I'm fantastic. Thanks for having me. I'm glad you're here. I want to talk about mindset and your power back process. What is that? And tell us how it helps people. Yeah, you know, look, the mind is is a magically beautiful chaotic place, right? Like in in one instance and especially, you know, through the lens of an entrepreneur, you can be on top of the world one minute and questioning everything you've ever done the next minute. And so I've learned with working with so many people is like, okay, well, how do I how do I shift those thoughts? How do I get out of my head? How do I get out of my own way because I tell you what I see more often than not is brilliant people get these incredible ideas and then they talk themselves out of it before they even get started. And so the power back process is something that I unintentionally created but use every single day. And now it's the thing that I teach is to help people shift what's going on in their mind in the moment so that those negative thoughts, beliefs and habits don't take them down that side road that you know, causes a lot of chaos in life. Totally agree with the heartbreaking idea that smart people get a good idea and talk themselves out of it. So this could be really, really valuable. So tell us about the process. Uh, how do we harness the power of our mind so we're in the right frame of mind every day? Absolutely. So the Power Mac process is an acronym. It's AURA, A-U-R-A, -A, pun fully intended here. <laughs> so the, the very first thing is A, is awareness. I, I tell you that if we don't build awareness around the thoughts, feelings, emotions, and expectations that we have going on inside of us, we will continue to perpetuate in the same cycle that we're always in. And so stopping long enough to even be aware of what you're saying to yourself, how you're speaking to yourself, the thoughts that are on repeat in your mind, that is where we have to start. So A is build awareness. U is to unpack it. This is a very, very gentle, curious um, experiment here, right? We're not here to judge ourselves. We're not here to make it mean anything. We're just here to say, 
I wonder where this came from. Did I see something that triggered me? Did I read something that made me think something? Uh, Did I hear something that someone has said to me in the past? Is this something that I'm creating in the moment? Like, I'm just kind of getting curious with it. And, And I tell you, this curiosity diffuses the intensity of those thoughts very, very quickly. Then we go into R, which is to reframe it. What is really true, right? And and I find that it's so powerful to say this out loud because when you just continue to have the silent conversation in your own mind, that's where we're opening and closing 500 doors every second, right? (laughs) So if we actually say it out loud, even if nobody's in the room, if you have a trusted coach or mentor or somebody that you can lean on, of course, you can have this conversation. But the goal is to be able to use this in the moment by yourself. So say it out loud, write it out loud. What is really true in this moment? What is actually happening? And then the A is to take aligned action. By going through this process, you have now taken something that feels very big. You've come back down into your body. You've gotten into your conscious mind. And now we can choose to take action from a response versus a reaction. And so this process, like literally you can use it in any given moment. I use it all the time. And it just helps you to get out of your head and back into your body so that you can make aligned decisions instead of going on this like squirrel moment all over the place. Processes like this are great, especially when you give us the acronym, because it's something that we can remember. And when we go through the awareness, unpacking the reframing and the aligned action, is this the type of thing that can happen in a moment, like I can take a two minute break and calm myself down and get back into my body? Or is this something that might take a little bit longer than that? Yeah, I mean, it With any process, with any new thing that you're implementing, it might take a little bit longer in the beginning, but the intent here is that you can literally use this in any given moment. Whether you're alone in a room or you're in a room with 500 people, if you need a moment just to kind of get back into yourself, when you feel your mind start to race, when you feel your emotions start to go all over the place, this process will will absolutely help you get back into yourself in those moments. And so the intent and the goal here is to build a new healthier habit where you're checking back into the realness of your life and of your business and able to shift those thoughts in the moment instead of them running amok for the next, you know, (laughs) who knows how long. (laughs) Oh, when they run amok, it's a mess. If you're just joining us, this is the Pat Miller Show, America's Small Business Conversation. And we're talking with Laura Ora about the power back process, which is a great way to reset when you're not in the right mind space. So you mentioned awareness, unpacking, reframing, and aligned action. Let's spend the last few moments we have together with an example. So something that jumps up and bites small business owners all the time is the concept of, I don't know if I can charge this much for my product, right? I'm worried that I might be charging too much. I want you to take that feeling And I want you to give us a stage-by-stage breakdown of how someone might use that acronym to get right back into their body so they can confidently move forward with their business. I love this example because it is so familiar. (laughs) So familiar for for all of us. Okay, so you're in your office, you're looking at your website, you're you're building a service, you're doing something and you're like, you know, I'd, I'd really like to charge this, right? That initial kind of thought, your brain's like, yeah, this feels good. And then the subconscious takes over, right? The back of your mind, the little the thoughts, the feelings, that little voice is like, <laughs> who are you to charge that? No one's going to pay that. Why are you even thinking that's possible, right? Okay, so A, immediately, awareness. Okay, I hear that thought. I hear that I'm trying to talk myself out of it. I hear some old stories that I've been telling myself. Okay, I see you. So let's unpack it. Where is that coming from? That's a scarcity mindset. Maybe I grew up in an atmosphere where money was hard or money was the root of all evil. Or maybe somebody once told me that, um, you know, I thought I'm, I'm too good for myself, right? Who am I to 
to think that I can do this. Okay, I can see where this is coming from now. So let's reframe this. What is really true? The thing that I'm building right now changes lives. This has incredible impact. And when people go through this program or purchase this service or, or this product, their life really changes. I'm, I'm benefiting them by fully owning who I am, charging my worth. And because of that, I also get to make an impact in the world. Like that's pretty incredible. So, okay, you know what we're going to do? We're going to take a line to action. We're actually going to charge that. I'm going to put that on the site today. The next call that I have, that's what I'm going to say that I charge. And maybe there's some opportunity to break it into different price points for payments for people so I can help them out at all different levels. But at the end of the day, this is my charge. This is my worth. And I know that I can make impact by doing that. Wow. That's awesome. This is a totally made up example. And I still thought, yeah, go charge that much. Yeah, you do that. (laughs) Yeah. But that's how, Um, that is how quick we can change it. You know, our thoughts take us on a path very quickly, but we forget that we have the power to change the thoughts ourselves. And we just in what, 90 seconds shifted an entire thought. That's the power that we hold if we give ourselves permission. It's called the power back process. It's using the acronym for AURA. A-U-R-A. It's really powerful. And if you enjoyed our time with Laura, you need to know about her, what is it, number one in the world podcast, the uh, Gutsy Podcast. Congratulations on the growth. Tell us about it. Thank you. The Gutsy Podcast is a top 100 podcast under entrepreneurship and business on Apple um, and was just featured on Amazon Music as a business podcast to listen to. That's amazing. So what do you do on the podcast? So we have two conversations every week. I bring on a guest and then we have power back episodes. So micro sessions, kind of like what we just did, uh, where we're talking about the very real raw things that happen behind the scenes of running a business. We're shifting our mindset. We're getting in alignment with our business and we're taking action. That's incredible. It's exactly what we want to do here as well. So good luck with it. And thank you for sharing on the Pat Miller show. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. America's small business conversation continues next on the Pat Miller Show. Are you a woman who needs to protect and grow your business? Or do you have a secret dream to start one? I bet you do. If you don't have a lawyer on your side, you may be putting your family and personal assets at risk. I know, I know. You might be avoiding lawyers because they seem overwhelming or intimidating. That's why you have to meet the team at Athena Legal Solutions, LLC.com. This all-woman team of talented lawyers are the most approachable, knowledgeable, and friendly team you'll ever meet. They exist solely to support women business owners who often go without the legal support they truly need. In 2023, they want to help 223 women create a solid legal foundation for their business. The first 100 women who mention this ad will receive over $100 off of their LLC starter package. Visit Athena Legal Solutions, LLC.com. Now, America's small business conversation continues on the Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to the Pat Miller Show, America's small business conversation, where we want to help you do one thing, grow your business. And if you want to grow your business, you got to sell more stuff. And if you want to sell more stuff, you got to do marketing that works. But have you ever had the situation where you're doing all the marketing, but you're not getting all the sales? You're not moving them from one to the other? If that sounds familiar, this conversation is for you. Let's welcome in the founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business, Aaron Marcus, to tell us how to do that. Aaron, welcome to the Pat Miller Show. How are you today? 
I am awesome and very excited to spend time with you again. So thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. And I want to understand how do we move people from marketing to sales? Because it can seem like voodoo, like magic, like sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't. And you're saying, no, there's a way that you can go about that. Yeah, you can actually make that happen. And one of the things that I find interesting is everyone kind of draws their line in a different place between marketing and sales. And I'll just back up a half a second so you can understand where I'm coming from. Um, I try to make it easy. I draw the line. Marketing is anything that you're doing that brings awareness to the fact that you own a business, right? Sales is the mutually agreed upon conversation that we're having about exchanging specific services for specific money, right? Mutually agreed upon conversations. So if you're just out there, pitch, 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 that's not really sales because the other person hasn't that's more marketing. You're not, they, they might not have agreed to that conversation. But if we keep it simple and we say marketing is everything we do to create awareness that we have a business and sales is what we do when we're talking one-on-one or in whatever specific agreed upon way it is about working together. If you Venn diagram them, right? If you Venn diagram them, I feel very fancy when I say that word. Like, it it sounds know, very smart right? when it you say that. Like, yeah, I sound very like, dude, I paid a lot of money for an MBA. Look here, I'll use it. <laughs> and die. Right. But if we Venn diagram those two concepts, right. And we get our little overlap. How, what is that? And in my opinion, and what I am watching that works over and over and over again, intentional lead generation, intentional lead generation, where you help people move from the marketing that you're doing, the awareness, the brand building you're doing, and into sales conversations. And so to give that a label, I'm always trying to come up with a way, like how can I help people visualize and understand the thought process behind what needs to happen? If we give that a label of intentional lead generation, that's going to help you focus so that you know what lever needs to be pulled, right? Sometimes the lever is marketing. You're not doing enough marketing. You need to build more brand awareness. And sometimes it's all getting messed up in sales because you don't know how to close. But if you're not getting enough sales conversations and you're doing a ton of marketing, odds are you're falling short on your lead generating activities, moving people across the bridge. And I like that moving people across the bridge with the caveat that they're agreeing to have a sales conversation. So this lead generating activity must be a mixture of education and value creation and giving them a preview of what it's like to work with you. Is that the type of stuff you're talking about? Absolutely. And the differentiation is it's more active in nature. It's more active in nature. So you're absolutely spot on. You're talking about content that's now leading to conversations that qualify somebody. Is this somebody you should be working with? Do they want to work with you? You know, that's a mutually beneficial situation. We're trying to qualify them. They're trying to qualify us, right? Are we the right person to solve the problem? Where is the intersection between your clients, your ideal client's biggest problem, and the thing that you solve? Lead generation activities is what helps you narrow the million people who might see your marketing into the 20 people that might buy your services. 
So qualifying activities, the conversations that let you know you have that overlap. And that qualifying is something many people don't talk about. Anyone that wants to buy from me, great, let's sell. But you're saying it's a two-way street. It's not just someone wants to work with me through quality lead generation. And you'll find out if they're the right person to work with you. Like you can choose who is in your stable and who isn't. Absolutely. And here's the thing. If you do this the right way, the people who are not right for working with you end up becoming your biggest fans. And this is where people are too short-sighted. They're too short-sighted. They have the scarcity mindset. They want the instant gratification of the sale that they make today. And if you don't have something that you're willing to give them money for right now, they want nothing to do with you, right? But what if instead you had a education-based marketing process that turned into mutually beneficial activities for qualifying people and for people considering to work with you? So that if the answer is no, truthfully, it's not yet. And or if the answer is no, because the answer should be no, they might know the people who the answer should be yes. We're talking with Aaron Marcus, the founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business, about the bridge between marketing and sales being lead generating activities. Let's put this into a tactical, tangible kind of example here. Are we building lead generating activities around content that we create, micro samples of our services? What are some of the things we might use to have that lead generation activity work? My favorite is convert. We call them conversion events. They show up in many, 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 many forms. Conversion events, right? And the reason I like this is number one, it leverages time. It leverages time. It allows you to talk to a large group of people all at once. So you're now moving into leveraging your time instead of trying to prospect one person at a time. It gives the people who are considering working with you that taste test you're talking about. They're getting that morsel to find out, are you their person? Is your approach something that they feel would work for them? It gives you an opportunity to showcase, right? To showcase, this is me. This is who I am. You like it. You don't like it. It creates raving fans all at once because you're being of service to people, whether or not they choose to buy from you. And so, again, that's the type of behavior and dick, right, that can move people from marketing and into sales. And that's not running more marketing or putting more please work with me posts on social media. That may be come to my webinar on the thing or we're having an in-person event and you should attend. That's what I'm hearing from you. Right. And there's so many ways to do this. There's I'm not a big fan right now of webinar funnels because they're very passive in nature. And you're not there. When I say conversion events, I'm talking about live. There's live interaction. It could be a day-long event. It could be a three-day-long event. It could be a week-long event one hour at a time. It could be a two-hour masterclass. It could be something as simple as an information center. Hey, guys, if you've ever thought about working with me, join me at 2 o'clock. I'll answer any questions you got. One of my favorite conversion events that I ever did was a... I think we did it for... We did it during COVID. It was coffee and questions. 
join me so informally on a in a Facebook room. I don't even know if you can do that anymore. You can always use Zoom. <laughs> I don't. The technology changes, and I am not the. I'm not the early adopter of all that technology, but it, right, it was chilling out on a Saturday morning. Nobody looked good. There was no appointments, coffee and questions, ask me anything. We, we had so much fun, but those are conversion events because we had this opportunity to interact with each other at a deeper level. And it was more, I was, because it was active, I had more influence over the outcome. Hence the label lead generating. I think some people can get beaten down in the sales process because they think anyone that shows interest should become a client. Let's assume that someone has a lead generation event. They get 100 people in the room. What does a good job look like? Are we talking one out of 100, 50 out of 100? What's a good job look like? That to me, by the way, was one of the most horrifying realities that I had to come to grips with when I started this business. Because in corporate, my closing rate was amazing because we were the biggest fish in the pond. And then my business that I had after that, working with families with aging parents, I only talked to people who already knew they had a very big problem on their hands. So again, my closing rate was like crazy 80%. It is not unusual if you have 100 people in a room, two and a half, five 5% people sign up to work with you. That took me a really long time to be okay with <laughs> Full disclosure, that took me a really long time to be okay with the numbers, but it also speaks to the fact that how much activity has to happen on the marketing side to get enough people in the lead generating piece of the process to get enough people into the sales conversation piece of If you're doing all the marketing and not making the sales, you may be missing the lead generating activities to get the deals. Aaron Marcus, founder and CEO, Conquer Your Business. Thanks for coming on the Pat Miller Show. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. America's small business conversation continues next on the Pat Miller Show. Krista Morrissey for Choices Coaching and Consulting. Do you know where most small businesses go wrong? They invest in everything except their leaders. But through strong leaders comes strong business. Are you doing it wrong? Most small businesses focus on production and numbers. Production and numbers come through strong, resilient leaders. And strong leaders strengthen culture. They strengthen your resiliency and they strengthen your bottom line. I develop strong, resilient leaders who will drive your business. It is time for you to refocus your investment. Go to choicescoachingconsulting.com and lets you and I start the conversation now before someone else invests in your leaders. When you invest in your leaders, you invest in the bottom line of your business. Connect with Krista at choicescoachingconsulting.com. Act now. Krista at choicescoachingconsulting.com. Developing your business is a journey. So make sure and bring along a trusted sidekick. As your business grows, Sidekick Accounting will be there. Sidekick Accounting's core services help take the confusion out of bookkeeping, tax preparation, and tax planning. Who's going to keep track of all those pesky receipts and invoices? Well, Sidekick Accounting has things covered as you grow your version of business success. So whether your small business is a side hustle or a conduit to freedom and owning your own business in time, get in touch with a trusted Sidekick. Sidekick Accounting. There are expert advisors waiting to hear from you now. 
feel free to call or send a text message to 414-310-7689. That's 414-310-7689. You can find them on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, or visit Sidekick-Accounting.com. Remember, developing your business is a journey, so bring along a trusted sidekick. Now, America's Small Business Conversation continues on The Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to The Pat Miller Show, America's Small Business Conversation, where we are bringing small business owners together coast to coast so we can walk on our small business journey together. On today's show, we've got a small business celebration. I love doing these. I love doing these because we get to hear someone that's doing something amazing and we get reminded that great things are possible for us as well. The person doing the celebrating is Sally Myers, life coach for Happy Ripples Coaching. Sally, welcome to the Pat Miller Show. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Pat. We're celebrating. Do we got the champagne out? Are we ready to pop some bottles? What's going on here? What are we celebrating? Mimosas. Um, We are (laughs) celebrating the launch of my kind of unicorn program slash women's circle slash mastermind called Rebels Unstuck. And it is for women who feel a little bit stuck in their lives, who are going through that transition where the kids are a little bit older and they don't quite need mom so much. And they're kind of figuring out who the heck am I without that role. That's a really focused group of people. And we experienced that in my household. When the kids got a little bit older, my wife started a business and now she's a photographer, but she had to identify what does that next phase of life look like? So those are the types of people that you bring together in the program? Yes. Yes. And it's nice because I think a lot of women feel alone in that space. Like they do, they should know who they are and what they want to do. But a lot of times you feel a little bit lost because you've been pouring into the kids and the family and the home for so long and, and the job. And maybe you're in a job that you don't really like anymore. And you're like, what, what am I still doing here? So we'll talk about the program in a second. But let's talk about the format that you have. You're a sure. life coach and mm-hmm. you see this opportunity for kind of a specialized group coaching opportunity. How did you come to the decision that, that's the right format for this group of people. Great question. So I kind of saw a crack in the market. There are a lot of coaches who work with people one-on-one and a lot of coaches who do group coaching. And there there has kind of been a resurgence of this idea of a women's circle, but no one was really putting it together. So I do a little bit of coaching if I need to, but mostly this is a safe space for women to come and um, talk about issues that are relevant to us in this transition time of our lives and um, get help and support, not only from me, but from the other women in the group. I run a community that has women and men in it. And I hear from our female members all the time, I love your group. However, I also need a group that's exclusively women. Mm -hmm. For those of us not in those circles, What's the difference? How do women feel more comfortable and behave differently when they're in an exclusive group of just females around them? It's really interesting, and I've done a lot of um, digging into this, but I think that there has historically been a lot of competition among women, and I think that that is amped up in a space where there are also men involved because... um, 
that kind of hustle and grind mentality that men have, we feel like we need to step up into that. And when we're only by ourselves, we can kind of relax and relax into that feminine power that we have that that's different from the power that we may exhibit when we're around men. Does that make sense? Or did I just... Yeah. No, it totally makes sense. And I'd never heard it put that way, but that does make sense. So when they get together inside the Rebels Unstuck group, uh, how are they feeling when they decide to sign up? Like what is going through their head when they realize, oh, I need a group like this? Because you talked a little bit about the family dynamics changing, but as an individual, as a woman, how are they feeling as they step into a program like yours? They may be feeling a little bit lost, like I said, not quite sure who they are outside of these roles as employee or business owner and mom and wife, and they're not sure what they have to offer. They're feeling a little bit maybe useless, to to put it a little bit frankly, and feel like there's got to be more, And but I don't know what more is. And I, I've got to be doing something else, but I don't know what something else is. I'm just feeling anxious and stuck where I am. Is there a level of, I guess it would be feeling uncomfortable or unaware of what you get to do for yourself? Because when you're an employee or a parent, you're just doing for others, even a spouse, you're doing for others. But what is it for me? Do they have that awareness when they get in a group like this? Not always. And in fact, I am targeting women who feel the way I felt a few years ago before I went on this self-discovery journey. But my coach asked me, what do you do for fun that lights your soul up? And I couldn't answer. I didn't know. And a lot of women are in that space where, well, I like to hang out with my family or I like to, you know, have dinner with the family or we like to do this. But if you ask them, what do you like to do that's just for you, they can't answer. And so they're finding themselves with more time and energy to themselves and they're anxious because they feel like they know what they should be doing, but they don't know what they want to do. In your experience of coaching people as a life coach, uh, and we're talking with Sally Myers about the Rebels Unstuck program, a brand new life coaching group that she's launched. As you're coaching people that are in this phase of life, when you invite them to reconnect to something that lights them up, Mm -hmm. are they more often than not going back to something they used to love, but they put on the shelf or trying something new? Most often, it's either something going back to something they love or trying something that they always thought they might want to try, but they've kind of put it. So I, I tell people they've put it so far on the back burner that it's fallen in that crack behind the stove <laughs> with all the dust bunnies and everything else. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, a lot of times it's something that it's an idea that they've already had. They're reconnecting, rediscovering something that they've already wanted to do. It sounds like a great program. Let me ask you a question as a coach, not particularly about the people in the group, but as a coach, why do group coaching as opposed to one-on-one coaching? We talked about why it's good for the members. Why is it good for a coach to consider leading a group program as a part of the products that they offer? Yeah, um, I'm a big fan of group coaching because not only do you do your people get support from each other and they create these bonds that, you know, these, these might be things that they're not talking about with their friend they've been friends with for 20 years or even their husband. But when they find this commonality in the group that they create a bond that's really strong and really cool. Um, also, it's just so much less time and energy for the coach, to be honest. I mean, if I 
if say you get 10 people in a group coaching program and you coach them all in one hour a week compared to 10 hours a week, I mean, that's a big difference. And I can't overstate the benefit of having other people feeling the same way that you're feeling. Because I, like I said, I think if there's one thing I can tell women, you're not alone. There are other women who feel the same way, no matter how weird or how dumb you think the, the feeling that you have is, there are other women who feel that way. It's a cool sounding program. And the reason for the small business celebration in my estimation is Sally saw an opportunity and went and seized it. Sally Myers, life coach, Happy Ripples Coaching. Congratulations on the new program and thanks for coming on the Pat Miller Show. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. It's fun. Thanks for listening to the Pat Miller Show. See patmillershow.com for more information on today's guests, events, and the Idea Collective small business community. A worldwide group working together to fight fear, inexperience, and isolation for small business owners everywhere. Join us next week for the Pat Miller Show. And remember, get clear, work hard, and never quit. Guests on the Pat Miller Show have agreed prior to appearing that they are receiving consultation and advice that they may or may not use at their own risk. No part of the show should replace accounting, tax, or legal advice.